welcome to Podcast PD. My name is Stacey Lindis. I'm at iRunTech on Twitter. I'm joined today by Chris Nessie and AJ Bianco. I will let them introduce themselves now. Hi, everybody. It's AJ Bianco, sixth grade socialist teacher and tech coach in Bergen County, New Jersey. I am Chris Nessie, Mr. Nessie on Twitter, host of the House of EdTech podcast, and I am passionate about podcasts and education technology. As am I, and that is why we're here today. We're going to talk to you a little bit about how Podcast PD, the chat which takes place every Sunday evening at 8.30 Eastern Time, came to be. And this episode of Podcast PD is a an audio version because we are not live because it is Memorial Day weekend. So if you're listening to this after Memorial Day weekend, we hope that you had a great holiday. We're just going to talk a little bit about how we started, right? That's right. Okay. So Podcast PD got started um, because I am an avid podcast listener. I listen to a running podcast. I've listened to My Guilty Pleasure, which was a very old binge-worthy podcast about Harry Potter called Pottercast. And um, I was able to consume seven or 10 years worth of podcasts in about the span of six months with my sons in the car. I got into educational podcasts when Chris Nessie dropped in Google, in the Google communities and Google plus that he had a podcast about education. And that for me pretty much opened the door. And from there, I listened to lots of different educational podcasts. For me, podcasts are a great way to learn about things that I'm not quite getting in my district. But as I am a um, tech integrator and a coach. This is a way for me to bring different ideas to the teachers with whom I work. And so I wrote a, I wrote a blog about that podcast consumption for education. And that that turned into podcast PD after a long, long conversation and some arm twisting, AJ and Chris convinced me that this would be a great chat to start. And um, Jen Williams was also part of that. So I thank her because I think without her, her female voice, I still might not be doing it. So that's where we're at. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about your podcast consumption? Sure. I started listening to podcasts as just guilty pleasures alone. I was a big fan of Mike and Mike, the radio show on ESPN. So I download their podcast so I can catch up on everything I missed uh, after eight o'clock in the morning. So I listened to their podcast and the Superman homepage podcast. And I was looking for more and I started finding the educational podcasts that were out there. And one of my favorites from the beginning was always House of Ed Tech. I then moved through a whole bunch of them, like Teacher Cast and Classroom Questions and a whole bunch of different podcasts that really opened my eyes to awesome technology and ideas for the classroom that I'm looking to use and implement and get excited about from now and next year. I got into podcasting because... My wife, Caitlin, said, you should start a podcast. So the first podcast I started listening to was a podcast about podcasting called Podcast Answer Man. And if anybody's interested, you can find that over at podcastanswerman.com. So that was like my gateway podcast, guys, that kind of got me into learning about it and in terms of how to do it and also exposed me to the world and the different kinds of content that are out there. And now today I listen to a bunch of shows about the art form that is podcasting. And I do listen to education-related podcasts. And I have my own podcast, The House of Ed Tech, as you guys mentioned. And publicly, I do appreciate that you guys 
listen to me every other week. And more recently this spring, I also started a podcast network, the Education Podcast Network, that has now brought together a number of really great shows that you can find at edupodcastnetwork.com, such as a couple of shows from teachercast.net, Angela Watson's Truth for Teachers, uh, Jason Bodner's Principally Speaking, and a whole bunch of other shows that you all need to check out. And that's really like how how this got started. It was about, you know, developing yourself both professionally and personally. For me, after I listened to an episode, I would end up taking my own notes either through a Google Doc or um, writing something down, sometimes on a Post-it. But a Google Doc works best for me. And for House of Ed Tech, Ed Tech You Should Know, and Instructional Tech Talk, and Techlandia, I have separate Google Docs where I write down their tech tips. I almost instantly add the Twitter people that they mention. I follow those people, and I've expanded my PLN that way. I think that's actually how I met and followed uh, AJ on Twitter was because he was a House of Ed Tech VIP. And for me, it's just, you know, it's a matter of listening to what they have to say, and then turnkeying and sharing that information with the group of teachers that I work with. Now, Stacey, that's actually something interesting that you mentioned that we've talked about before with how you keep notes on podcasts, because I know like myself, I create what what are called show notes, which would have links and everything. I guess a strategy you use is, and it's I don't take offense because I'm cool with that, you take your own notes on the content and you do that for a number of shows. So that's actually a good tip for people to have that one, you can actually go to the podcaster's website or a tip if you're listening on your mobile device, tap the art. And I think in most podcatchers, you should see some type of show notes that the podcaster may have put in there with links and everything or take your own notes pen to paper. And the reason I Google Doc it is so that I have that information at my disposal and, you know, pretty much on anything that is web enabled because it is through Google. You know, I see the value in the show notes and there are many times when I when I will press um, the album cover art and just see, you know, if I got the Twitter handle right that they were talking about or, um, you know, the book that someone mentioned, I'll make sure that I got the right information. I love how different and varied show notes are. But for me, I just prefer to keep notes that are more personalized and individualized. Um, I'm not sure that they would make sense to anyone else because they're, for me, the highlights of whatever that episode was about. You know, I didn't know about the show notes, Chris, until one of your uh, recent episodes where you mentioned that you can click on your face and there's a show <laughs> notes. I, I wasn't familiar with that. I'll be honest with you. So I, I call myself Mr. Post-it because I have post-its all over my desk and I just kind of like took notes as I was listening to different podcasts and the post-its just sit there. And now with some tips, I'm going to put them into Google Docs. I actually started creating folders for all the podcasts I listen to. Uh, I do look at the show notes now, but I also write down, I'll go right to Twitter if there's a link or somebody I want to follow. So I do use the show notes, but I kind of put it into my own method of how I'm going to look back. Because sometimes when I'm reading a po- or listening to a podcast and I'm reading the show notes, I forget which one I'm listening to. So if I want to go back later on, I don't always know exactly where to go. So if I keep my notes in front of me, everything's right there. That's actually one of the things I do with my um, with my sh- with the notes that I take on the episodes that I listen to, especially for Chris's because I've been taking notes on his the longest. Each one is organized by episode. So I started with episode four when I realized that there was a lot of value in listening to podcasts about education. And you know, I my I sometimes say that my mind is like a sieve and things just leak out. So I just want to make sure that I'm capturing what I find valuable and. 
you know, a Google Doc is a really easy way for me to do that. And then I don't have to go back and look for that specific episode where I heard it because I've already taken that note. And for me, that's an easy way to do it too, because it's all in one doc. So I see episode four up to episode 30 something. And then I have a good sense of where if I need to, I can go back and I can reference that as well. Speaking of referencing, how long, how many weeks have we been doing the chat now? This, this podcast actually takes place of uh, week six. Now we've talked about a lot of different topics in the last five weeks. What have you guys liked most so far about the chat? First and foremost, I kind of like the fact that there is a following of podcast listeners. I, I didn't realize. I thought when I say podcast somebody, I go, what's that? And that there's so many people out there. I really appreciate whether they're just giving us a try or if they're actually becoming avid podcast listeners. I think it's fantastic that this is uh, something that's going to continue on. And it's a PD and a learning experience that everybody is getting into. And it really makes you feel good that, you know, there is a following. I like the, the give and take. I like hearing about the podcast that people are listening to. One of the reasons I even wanted to talk about this in general is because I think that people were confused about the purpose of podcast PD, the chat anyway, and um, we're thinking that they were going to learn a lot about how to podcast. So I like that, Chris, you've offered that there are some podcasts out there about the art of podcasting. And I think that that's really helpful. And we've been able to share that. But I like that, you know, other other teachers and other people who participate in our chat have shared the educational podcasts that they're listening to. I think, I think that there's more of a listenership in podcasts in general, of you know, serial, which was a really popular podcast that people just latched on. And it, what's funny, you know, I was thinking about this. I, I told my husband about serial and instead of downloading it through the podcast app on his, on his iPhone, he would go to the website and listen to it on his, listen to it on his iPhone but using the website. And so that for me too, is just, you know, it's, it's eye opening to see how people are, are consuming their content and just the different ways. And, you know, talking about just the myriad ways that people experience different things, whether it be technology and the different life hacks that they have for things and, you know, podcast and podcast consumption is certainly, there's certainly many different ways to do the same thing, just like in Google or any other, you know, web enabled or one device. And actually, that's one thing I, when you talk about the versatility, that's what I like about podcasts since I've gotten into it is the fact that I don't just have to learn, or I'm sorry, I, I don't just have to listen to podcasts about teaching. You know, like you, AJ, you listen to sports podcasts. I just recently started to get into podcasts about TV shows. And, and there is something for everybody who wants to learn something or just maybe escape into a topic. There's so much out there sitting around, I'm looking to use this in my classroom. I, I kind of type in, you know, to the search U.S. history or some kind of historical podcast. And the amount of podcasts that are there are amazing. I can't believe they, there's a podcast for every, anything, just like there's an app for anything, there's a podcast for anything you can think of as well. And it really shows that there's a, a great following, an interest. One of the things I like is that no two podcasts are really ever exactly alike you know you have your your longer format podcasts which is kind of, and that are broken up into segments like yours chris or you have longer format podcasts that are you know a little bit of an introduction a a very long interview and then a very short you know summary of the episode and then you have those short format short format podcasts like angela watson's truth for teachers where it's like a 
10 to maybe 15 minute episode where she is just a fountain of positivity. And that's how I like to start my Monday is listening to her podcast. It's really quick. And then I can, you know, start on another podcast if I, if I want to, or I can move on to something else. And a lot of my podcast consumption happens when I'm in the car or if I'm walking around or if I'm um, cleaning, definitely while I'm doing chores, it makes that so much easier to, to deal with. I hate housework. That for me has been a great escape and, and making it feel like I'm doing something beyond just, just the cleaning. You and know- another thing about that though, is it kind of limits the ability for me to listen to or to watch some podcasts. Cause I know that there are podcasts where you can view content as well. So because of the way I consume podcasts, I'm never able to watch that type of content. Actually, I think uh, one podcasting tip for you, Stacey, would be if you got the kids to do more of the chores, then you could just kind of sit back and relax and listen to the podcasts. We all do the chores at the same time. And sometimes when I'm in their rooms, we listen to the podcast together, actually. So let me ask you guys a question. I, I know we, we didn't really talk about this. and Like with consumption, what do you, how do you guys consume your podcast? I kind of like to just bounce around, find something that I like and find an episode that fits what I'm looking for, I guess. And I just kind of subscribe. And if I like it and then bounce around from there, how do you guys go about your consumption? Uh, AJ, what I like to do is I basically go by topic. If I'm interested in something like we've been saying, you know, I will search for a topic in the iTunes store on my iPad. That, that is my device of choice for listening to my podcasts. So basically it just depends on what I'm interested in, whether, whether it's education related or sports or any of my other numerous interests. Um, I'm just doing keyword searches in the store to try and find shows. Um, a lot of my stuff comes by recommendation from other people. It's actually how I choose my books. And my podcast listening habit is how I watch TV. So I start at the beginning and I binge if I can all the way until the end. I like going in order. I'm a very, very particular. I like routine. I like order. And for me, just going from beginning to end makes sense. And then if a podcast host refers back to something um, that they've talked about in a previous episode, I feel like I don't have to go hunting down that really good content. I probably have already heard it. And if I was diligent, I probably already took notes on it. Now, for me, Stacey, when you make that point about, you know, like going back to the very beginning, for me, like it, it depends on the show for me. Like when I listened, when I got into wanting to do a show, I went and found, you know, a couple of podcasts about it. I think depending on the topic, you don't necessarily need to go back to the beginning. I think then you can look at the show titles and then kind of pick and choose because, you know, there are shows that I listen to that I haven't listened to every episode from the beginning. But once I got into subscribing to them and kind of pick the content I wanted, now I do tune in on a weekly or biweekly basis, depending on when they're released. I tried to do that with a podcast that someone recommended to me. And I started with episode two because they said that, you know, there was some great content in that one. And I got as far as the intro and I had to stop and I had to go back. I agree with you, Chris. There are times when, you know, because each episode of a podcast is usually self-contained, there are times, you know, for most of the, especially the, the, um, the, the, um, ed tech ones and the educational podcasts, they're, they're pretty episodic. They're contained inside of their episode, but something like serial, which got a lot of people listening to podcasts, that is not something where you start at episode 10 and then you know, flit around like that has a story to it. It's, you know, it's pretty much like a, an audio soap opera. AJ, what about you? How about you answer your own question? I like to subscribe to anything I can find that I'm interested in and then listen at random. If I can start from the beginning, 
I'll start from the beginning. For me, like I said, I find it, I listen to it, and then I kind of just bounce around until there's no more left. Now, actually, I'm going to throw something out for you guys. Now, my answer would be in the affirmative. Has listening to podcasts become a part of your routine where the things you subscribe to, you find yourself listening at the same time every week or in the same place, whether it's in your car or like Stacy, when you're doing chores and stuff around the house, do you guys find it's become part of your life and you come to rely on that content? It's definitely something I rely on. My listening habits are different at all times though. I might not listen to the same thing, same day. I might just bounce around and just find the most awesome podcast I can find and enjoy it. So I'll listen in the car. I'll listen while I'm doing my work. I'll listen while I'm grading papers. And if it's something that I, I don't want, I'll flip over to the next thing. I listen to certain podcasts as soon as they're released. So there are three that when they drop, I listen to them um, in my next car ride. So it could be they, you know, they drop on a Saturday and I go out Saturday by myself and I will listen to that running podcast because it comes out on a Saturday. Angela Watson, I almost always listen to her by Wednesday of that week because she comes out every week. For you, Chris, I listen to you when you hit the airwaves as well, except for this week, because I was told by my boys that I was not allowed to listen to your podcast unless they were in the car. And I broke the rules and listened to the last five or six minutes, but I think that they will forgive me. I'll let them listen to the part about Adam and him being House of EdTech VIP. But one of the other things I do is I listen to almost everything on um, 1.5 speed because there are so many podcasts to listen to. And so few minutes in the car, you know, I only have 30 to 35, 40 minutes in the car on my way to work or school. Um, I, I prefer to listen to it a little bit faster so I can get, you know, to the next thing, whether it be the radio, Voxer, or the next podcast. Now, AJ, I don't know if you picked up on this, but did you hear her say, and I don't mean to talk about you like you're not here, Stacey, but did, did you realize she said that she gets into her car to listen to a running podcast? <laughs> I think that's the lazy way out of running. You can, you can think about doing no, it, just not actually doing it. No, 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 no. Don't even. I can't listen to podcasts when I run because they're too slow. I need to listen to music. I tried listening to a podcast once on, I think I think it was an eight or, no, actually it was, it was a 13-mile run. I tried and I found that because I listened to the entire podcast at one point, at one, at regular speed, I walked the entire time while I was listening to that podcast. I couldn't run to it. It was awful. I will never listen to a podcast while running. It's not conducive to actually going at a speed faster than a turtle. That about sums it up. I hope that you had some fun listening to us, getting to know us a little bit. And real quick before we leave, why don't we go around and give a couple of podcast recommendations? Stacy, why don't you start it off? Uh, Wired Educator. What other suggestions do you guys have? Uh, my favorite, principally speaking, with Jason Bodner, I think is phenomenal. Helps me get in the mind of where I want to be. I want educational leadership in some way, whether it's principal or supervisor. That's my go-to right now. My recommendation is going to be the School of Podcasting Morning Announcements by Dave Jackson. And you can find that podcast out at schoolofpodcasting.com. It's a great show that is about how to podcast, but Dave Jackson is also very entertaining, and I think you would really enjoy it if you checked it out. Awesome. Well, we will be back on May 31st for our next Podcast PD chat. Please join us at hashtag Podcast PD 
Podcast PD is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators. Podcasts by educators. For more, go to edupodcastnetwork.com.